Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. My sister and I have lived states or even countries apart for most of our adult lives. Whenever we get a chance to spend time together, no matter how long or how short the visit is, we seem to always manage to get in both tears and laughter. It amazes me how tears and laughter can go together so often, but that isn't always the case. As you know, when our child first dies, the laughter seems to be gone forever. We don't think we'll ever be able to enjoy life again or even laugh again. And when we eventually have something that makes us want to laugh, we can feel guilty. I mean, how can we possibly smile or ever be happy again after our child dies? Just the thought of it can make us feel so guilty. But we can. And not only that, it's exactly what we need to do. And we need to reintroduce fun and laughter back into our lives because laughter is medicine to the soul. And boy, do we need medicine for our soul, don't we? If it was reversed, like I know we all wish it was, would you want your child... If it was reversed, like we all wish it was, you know, that it was me instead of my child that died, would you want your child to remain isolated and depressed and hopeless, believing that life just wasn't worth living without you? I hope not, because that sounds pretty selfish, actually. When we stop and think about it, most of us know in our hearts that our child would not want us to stop living our lives. They wouldn't want us to live out the rest of our lives in just this hopeless, dark place. And most of us feel guilty at first because our child isn't here to enjoy their life, and so we shouldn't enjoy ours. You may think that your child deserves to be here more than you do. I hear that a lot. But when you think about it, I'm going to give you a new spin on this, maybe a different perspective. When you say that my child deserves to be here more than I do, what you're also saying is that you deserve to be in heaven in, you know, all that glory, in the presence of the Lord, no more pain, no more suffering. You're saying that you deserve to be there more than your child deserves to be there. If you're saying that they should be here and you should be there instead, that's a different way of looking at it, isn't it? I can pretty much guarantee that your child is not up there or wherever heaven is, we consider it up there, but they're not in the presence of God and in all of that glory, wishing that they were here instead so they could experience what they missed on earth, that they would rather be here experiencing earth than in heaven what they're experiencing now. I don't think that's how they are thinking or seeing it. God says in Romans 8 that the glory he has for us cannot even be compared to the suffering here. And I'm I'm thinking that must be some glory that our children are experiencing. If you are struggling with the guilt and all the what-ifs and should-haves, 
I want to, I just really want to encourage you to give all of those things back to the Lord to carry them and give yourself grace. That is one of the reasons he died for us, to take our guilt and our shame. It's his to carry now, not yours. Guilt and shame along with death They're all weapons of the enemy of our soul. He wants to bring more death out of our child's death. And we're all extremely vulnerable during this time, and the enemy knows it. So one thing that helps me is to remind the enemy and myself that Jesus took all my shame. He took all my guilt on him, and I am not going to pick it back up. It's not mine to bear. It's on his shoulders now, and I'm so thankful for that. It's okay to have hope. It's okay to smile. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to enjoy life again. From one perever to another, I give you permission. Not only do I give you permission, I want to do something a bit unusual, and I want to pray for you right now before we go any further into this episode. Father, I come to you on behalf of all of us who struggle with the guilt of laughing or enjoying life again after the death of our child. Joy is a gift from you, God. It's one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us. Jesus himself told us that your kingdom is righteousness. It's being right with God. And Jesus, thank you for doing that for us. Your kingdom is having peace, and your kingdom is having joy, and it's all in the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Father, release us from guilt that we should not have. Release us from the guilt of feeling like we shouldn't be happy again after our child is gone from this earth. Show us how to nourish the joy that is already in us, to nourish the peace that is already in us through the Holy Spirit so that it can grow and become part of our lives again. And I pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. When you begin to realize that it is possible to live beyond the death of your child, you will have a choice to make. Am I going to live out my life in a way of hopelessness and despair that honors the death of my child? Or am I going to find a way to rise above this darkness and live my life in a way that honors the life of my child, not allowing the guilt of being happy again to keep me in my darkness, which is what the enemy wants? Don't let the enemy win like this. I want to add that it's not the pain of missing your child that keeps you connected to him or her. I know we feel that way. I felt that way. I've heard from other parents. They feel that way. It's the pain. No, it's not. We can never forget our child. That's impossible. And I'm telling you, it's the love for your son or daughter that keeps you connected to him or her until you're with them again. Proverbs 17.22 says, A happy heart is good medicine, and a joyful mind causes healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. It's very true that laughter is like a medicine to our souls. Not only does God tell us that, but medical science has backed God up and proven it as well. Did you know that when you smile, the endorphins that are released start to make you feel better? 
It releases chemicals. Even just putting a pencil in your mouth, which makes the corners of your mouth go up when you hold it there for long enough, it releases endorphins and it actually begins to make you feel better. I know that's crazy, right? But it's true. God knew what he was talking about and science backs that up. When your soul has a reason to smile, though, a legitimate reason to smile and even to laugh, which it will, it's going to have a reason to, I give you permission. You may not feel like it, but you'll have a reason. And when you have an opportunity to do something that sounds like it might be fun, go do it. And that includes what we were talking about earlier with Lynn, going on a cruise, but it doesn't have to be something big, something small. As a perceiver who's 10 years into this journey, I give you permission to give yourself permission. Be determined to figure out how to live again because your child not only lived here on this earth, but he or she still lives. Do you really want to see your child and have them ask you why you let their leaving this earth cause you to stop living the rest of your life? I know many of you are in those first few years and the darkness just overtakes you and I understand that. I was there myself. But even in that place of darkness, you can allow a seed of hope to be planted and nourished right now. It really is okay to lean into a funny moment and let the laughter be released. It's okay to enjoy moments in this life when your child is living a wonderful life in heaven instead of being here with you. It's okay to pursue good things that bring joy back into your life. Why shouldn't you? Your child is living in a place that has unspeakable joy and it's full of glory. Their life hasn't ended. They just moved on ahead of us. And yes, that hurts because a part of our very being has been cut off from us. I didn't even know such a place of darkness even existed until my daughter Becca died. But I did not stay in that place. And you don't have to either. But it doesn't do any good for me to give you permission to laugh and learn how to enjoy life again if you don't give it to yourself. If this is an area you struggle in, Ask God to help you let go of the unfounded guilt that you should not have. I will say there does seem to remain an undercurrent of sadness of missing your child. It just stays there. And we learn to live life around that. How can we not miss them? But it really can become an undercurrent and not the constant crashing waves that keep sucking you under. So don't give up. Don't give up on life. Don't give up on hope. Don't give up on happiness and laughter and joy. Hang on one day, one minute, one breath at a time. Losing our child from this earth doesn't mean we won't be able to live a full life of meaning and purpose again. It will look different, but it is possible to do it. For those of you who are regular listeners, you already know this, but for those who might be listening for the first time, I want to let you know that here at GPS Hope, we are committed to doing all that we can to provide various resources to help you on this unwanted journey. And one of the things we do is host getaway weekend retreats around the nation. Right now, we have three different ones to choose from. There's one in Georgia, 
one in Ohio, and we now have one in Iowa. Most of our listeners are moms, and I know most of our husbands don't like to go to support groups or things like that because they think we just sit around and share our feelings and cry and everything is morbid, and that's the last thing they want to do. But that just isn't true. A lot of husbands come to our retreats for their wives, and they leave letting us know how glad they are that they came because they got a lot out of it. And it was just nice to hang out with other dads who get it and to have special times to remember and honor our children. The Ohio retreat is for moms only. The Georgia and Iowa is for anyone who's lost a child. And we have rooms for couples and rooms for those who are coming by themselves. And we have times where we split up and we just do things together. Dave might take the men bowling and the women do, you know, something crafty or fun. So it's not just sitting around experiencing our feelings of our child being gone. There are fun things. There's laughter. It's almost like taking a weekend getaway vacation with our child. And so I really encourage you to consider joining us for one of these weekends. We keep them small. It's not a big group. And you can see what some people have said about the retreats. Just go to gpshope.org retreat. I really hope you check it out. And I look forward to spending time with those of you who join us. Let's go on to our birthday segment for this week. Richie Rudkin was born on January 27th and is forever 27. Robert Lell was born on January 28th and is forever 26. Robert Silva was born on January 28th and is forever 29. Celeste France was born on January 29th and is forever 17. We celebrate with these families the special day that these children made their entrance into this world. It will always be a special day for us. If you would like to have your child announced the week of his or her birthday and shared with the other listeners, just go to gpshope.org slash birthdays. Fill out the form. Make sure you also put in the pronunciation of a name if it's something that gets mispronounced because I really want to say it correctly. Just submit the information and I would be blessed and honored to celebrate your child's birthday with you. We're in this together. It may not seem like it, but I urge you to grab a hold of hope. If you don't have your own, grab a hold of mine. It may take a lot longer than you want it to, but please hold on. Pain eases. There is 